everyone, welcome back to another episode. My name is Kahea. I am the host of the Coffee and Jesus podcast. Today I actually have coffee. So that's a switch up for me because I normally have anything but coffee, but it's early enough in the day. So get yourself a drink and get ready to dive into the word. Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everything you provided for us today. I pray that you would allow these words to soak deep into our hearts and that we would just understand you more through your word, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. So today we're going to be going over Psalms chapter 9. So let's go ahead and begin. Verse 1. I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee, and I will sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. David is reminding us again and again that the Lord is worth praising with our whole hearts, minds, and souls, not just half of it, not just, you know, half-heartedly. With his whole heart, he will praise the Lord and sing on the Most High. So let's remember that when we're in church. Don't be afraid to raise your hands. Don't be afraid to praise the Lord because he is worthy of our praise. Verse 3, when mine enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou satest in the throne, judging right. The Lord will be a righteous judge. He is a righteous judge. He's not going to just turn his back on the people that aren't doing the right thing. He's going to acknowledge that they are not praising him and they will praise him at the end. You know, it says in Revelation, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that the Lord is the Lord. You know what I mean? So it's really good to not be sad when we think of all these evil things that are happening in our current time. And we're like, when is justice going to be served? Like I asked that to myself just yesterday. But the Lord will serve justice where it is due. Verse 5, thou hast rebuked the heathen, thou hast destroyed the wicked, thou hast put out their name forever and ever. O thou enemy, destructions are come to a perpetual end, and thou hast destroyed cities, their memorial is perished with them. Verse 7, but the Lord shall endure forever, and he hath prepared his throne for judgment. David is saying that the judgment is going to be due to those who are in evil works right now, but also that they will not have this glory that they think they will. When the time comes, their time shall be up, and this earth is not forever. This time is not forever. We aren't, this is not our home. So we're going to be looking at things from an eternal perspective, but when you're stuck in that, worldly perspective he's saying that all these things that you thought were going to build you some sort of name or glory in this earth are all going to be going away it will all be destroyed in the end so don't put your faith in things of the earth but put your faith in the eternal things like jesus verse 8 
And he shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. So again, he's going to judge the world with a right hand, like meaning that he's not going to give somebody the wrong sentence. So like in court of in a court of law, they're not going to sentence someone who stole a candy bar to prison for five years. That's not, you know what I mean? That's not just, but if somebody did a crime that deserves five years of sentencing, then they will consider that. So that's just kind of like a little picture to understand what that means. So God is going to give people what they deserve basically based off of their current and past like actions and what they're doing. But if you are saved and you're a born-again believer, there's always redemption and there's always forgiveness. And the Lord is not like this big guy upstairs who's just pointing down, raining judgment. But if someone is actively choosing to disobey the Lord and choosing to not acknowledge him for who he is, then it's like, well, they're choosing to do it. So it's not the Lord's fault. Don't blame the Lord on this. It's the person's fault for not actively choosing to submit to the Lord, if that makes sense. Verse 9, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. I love these two verses. It is so refreshing. These verses are such good reminders. The Lord will not forget those in trouble. He's not just going to go, oh, out of sight, out of mind. You're not rich or you're not doing something with your life. Oh, you don't matter. That is not true. He cares about every single one of us individually and as a whole. And also, verse 10 says, those who put their trust in the Lord will not be forsaken. So if you trust the Lord, if you trust that he's going to get you out of whatever situation you're in, if you trust that he will take care of you, he's not going to forget you. So don't forget that he has not forgotten. Verse 11, sing praises to the Lord which dwelleth in Zion. Declare among the people his doings. When he maketh inquisition for blood, he remembereth them. He forgetteth not the cry of the humble. Again, it's like, praise the Lord for that. Thank you, Jesus, is what David is saying. And then he's not going to forget us. He will remember the humble. He will remember those who are actually hurting and who are in need of a Savior. 13. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider my trouble, which I suffer in them that hate me. Thou hast lifted me up from the gates of death. 14. That I may show... Forth all thy praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in thy salvation. So we can cry out to the Lord. We can say, Lord, I'm suffering right now. I'm hurting. I'm troubled. Meaning that your mind is going and going and going and you have so many thoughts. But remembering to praise him and remembering who the Lord is will stop those thoughts from becoming overwhelming and making it an emotional experience rather than a Jesus experience. For example, if you are just crying out to the Lord and you're just like, I really just 
I'm struggling to find a job. I'm struggling to pay rent. I'm struggling to move forward. Um, I'm in a bad relationship. Whatever the situation is, if you're crying out to the Lord, don't make it about your emotions. Ask the Lord for help. Give it up to Him. Then you leave it there. Because if you continue, you're just going to get stuck in this cycle of emotions. It's okay to cry, but don't get stuck in the making it about you. It's not. And He will take care of you. So rest on that. 15. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made. In the net which they hid is their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executed. The wicked is snared at the work of his own hands. Higanation Selah. I do not know if I said that last word right, but we're just going to go with it. Those who are doing things that aren't of the Lord are going to get caught up in their own lies and their own snares. So whatever they're putting out for people, they're going to just, it's going to catch up with you. If you're, if you're in, if you're not for the Lord, you are against him and it's going to catch up with you. Whether that is immorality, drunkenness, whatever it is, it's going to catch up with you. And the Lord is basically saying that it's their own, it's done by their own hands because of our free will, we are given, then there's no excuse at that point. Now it's on you. Now it's your decision whether you're going to do something that is in the right or go and choose this path that you're continuing down. Verse 17, the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. This verse is powerful. It's such a, it just, it just hits right through. And it's like right now, this is happening right now. There are nations that are not going for the Lord. They are blatantly and plainly saying that they do not want Jesus. They do not want his salvation, but they are choosing their salvation. The Lord isn't going to put them in hell. They put themselves in hell because of the way that they are living. Does that make sense? Because if you are warned and warned and warned over and over, it doesn't matter if you know the scripture, if you are a human and you are aware of life and you have a decent amount of intelligence you know that there's good and evil everybody does it's literally in every avengers movie on and on and on so they are choosing their own fate basically there is still time though so if you have not repented of your sins do it now because there's not a better time than right now verse 18 for the needy shall not always be forgotten the expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. 19. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Again, the Lord has not forgotten those who are in need. The Lord will remember those. And the longing for the poor to be resolved, I guess, it's not going to resolve the main problem. But what's the real problem? It's your heart, right? And David's basically saying that, the Lord hasn't forgotten those people, but if they come to the Lord and ask for his help, then you are so much better off than any rich man because of your heavenly treasures rather than your earthly treasures. And also he's saying, get up, O Lord, let not a man prevail. And the, like, don't let all these evil things happen. So he's pleading with the Lord, please Please help right now. We need you. Verse 20. 
Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. So he's saying, put the nations in their place. Let them know that they're just a man and you are the Lord. So out of all these verses, how could we apply this to our current time right now? Because you might be like, David lived in a time where things were different. Things are better now, you know? But let's remember that we are all going through the same time and experience of life, but the Lord has always been the same. The Lord is always constant. So that's what makes the scripture so relevant in any time is that he has not changed. People change. People make the decisions that they make. People choose to seek him or not, but the Lord has never changed. And those who put their trust in the Lord will be remembered. The Lord has not forgotten the poor. He will serve those who are doing evil justly. He will serve them according to what they're doing. And it's not like a whole good works. Oh, if you're doing good works, then you're going to get into heaven. No, if you are choosing to follow the Lord, if you're choosing to put your trust and your faith in the Lord, he will bless you and you will be a part of his kingdom. And if you're not, then that's not the Lord's fault. So remember that the Lord is for you. He's not against you. He wants the best for you and he loves you. He loves you so much that he died on the cross for us, for everyone. He died for you. He died for me. He died for the ones who are in evil right now, but we need to choose it. That's the difference. We don't choose it. It doesn't change our mind. It doesn't change our hearts. So that's where the real change comes in, not what you have in this earth. You can buy as much as you want, but unless you change your inward heart towards the Lord and soften it and accept what he's done, nothing's going to actually change. So with that being said, let's go ahead and close with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the scriptures. Thank you for being a just God. Thank you for being just so gracious, Lord. We do not deserve you, Lord. You are so good. You were so good to us and you were so great that you chose to choose us to be used by you, Lord. And I'm so eternally thankful and I will praise you forever and ever because of all that you've done. And I pray that you would just give peace to those hurting right now, Lord, that if someone's struggling or oppressed or depressed, Lord, I pray that you would just lift the burdens off their shoulders, that they would know that they can run to you and you will give them the peace and the rest that they need, Lord. Nothing in this world can add up to what you are, Lord. And only you can satisfy the thirsty soul, Lord. I pray that you would just you would just fill the Holy Spirit with those who are hurting right now. And thank you so much for all that you do and all that you are. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a blessed day or blessed week and I will see you in the next episode.